Hey guys, welcome to Luminous Lift Podcast. My name is Mikey. I am going to tell you a little about myself and why I decided to join this podcast. So uh, I am 34 years old. I am from West Philadelphia, born and raised. On a playground is where I spent most of my days. No, I'm kidding, but I really am born and raised in Philadelphia. I am a publicist. I've been working in the industry for a little over 12 years. And um, I am in what I like to call a free will partnership, which will, of course, get into uh, much more um, later on in the episode. Um, the reason that I was inspired to be a part of this podcast is because of the advice I'm constantly being called upon to give from all of my family and friends whenever they have situations going on and they need a clearer point of view, they need someone who can be objective and I'm, I'm that person. So um, I feel like I have something um, that I could bring to the table, to the podcast. Um, and what's better than having that type of uh, conversation with people that you know and love like my other co-hosts, Bookum and Shamea. Hello, Lifters. I'm Bookum. I'm uh, 40 years old, living in Philadelphia. I'm an Army vet and entrepreneur. I was inspired to join the ladies in this podcast to add an objective male perspective. I'm the cool guy with all the answers, and I look forward to sharing my views on the various issues. Hi, my name is Shamea. I'm 32. I'm a single mother of two. I am also an author, illustrator, and model. Mikey and I have known each other for over 15 years, and we were inspired to have this podcast because we have such great conversation, and we just wanted to share and hopefully maybe enlighten, inspire, and encourage some people out there. So you mentioned that you're, you're in a free will partnership. Can you tell some of the listeners what does that mean or what does that consist of? Oh, yeah. Um, I came up with the, the term free will partnership uh, because I just don't believe in titles. Um, the only title that matters to me is when I'm your wife. And if I'm not your wife, well, you can't really claim me. <laughs> so um, I prefer relationships where you have the flexibility to really just be yourself. You can talk to anyone whenever you want. Um, everything is pretty much at your free will. Um, the same free will that God's given us, we give to, e to each other. Whoever I am with, um, we have the same understanding um, without the risk of losing the individual. Um, because how would you know that you're really into that person if you're not allowed to explore outside of that to see if, if what's drawing you together will continue to keep drawing you um and at a certain point it gets to you know you will grow beyond that and you will make it an exclusive relationship but until then it's going to be a free will partnership um as you build along that that path so does that make sense to you that makes sense as you explain it and I can see why you would want to be a part of a free will partnership because a lot of people, they have the concern of, of cheating. And I like the idea that you want the person to choose you 
However, me personally, I, I still wouldn't be able to, to do that because I want a completely monogamous, traditional relationship. But I, I do understand your reasoning behind why you would want to do that. And so I would like to hear from the male's perspective of what would you choose to be a part of a free will partnership and, and why? So Bookham, what do you think about that? Um, I'm a proponent for free agency and then a free will partnership because that, the element of choice is very important to me. I felt like a lot of relationships um, between men and women are either of convenience or of circumstance. And with my idea of a free will partnership, it would eliminate both of those because it's a choice that both parties are making to interact with each other and to build with each other. And that's, that's a solid foundation, which for me would have a higher chance of transitioning into marriage or something sustainable, if, depending on what your overall goal is. So for someone who is a believer and thinking about wanting to get into a free will partnership, how would that look? Or how could they still keep their faith and be a part of a, a free will partnership? To me, um, being a believer um, and having a free will partnership, it doesn't affect my faith because it's, it's, I was dating an individual who did not believe in free will partnership. It will be the same process <laughs> for me. Uh, either way so it doesn't affect anything it, at the end of the day whether it's free will or if you're in a completely monogamous relationship before you even enter into marriage with an individual um, you have to um, go about your relationship according to your moral standards um, according to what your faith-based uh, beliefs are so it has nothing to do to me with whether or not, again, if I'm in free will partnership or a traditional monogamous relationship until we get married, um, because it's it's all the same to me. And in my studies of different different religions or faiths, uh, one of the basic fundamentals is some form of chastity. So most people tend to put the cart before the horse, so to speak, and you know, try out the goods before they actually make the commitment before their God of marriage. Um, and so for me, that's a flawed system. And that's one of the reasons why I, I support this, this form of dating because it's, it's, I found that it's difficult it's for me to do wrong things the right way. So we could say that we're on a path towards marriage, but if we're introducing other things into it, like, sex which is something that by design is supposed to be reserved for marriage it's hard to then put rules in place saying that okay we can have sex which is wrong but as long as we're having sex the right way we can make it right you know it's kind of uh, hypocritical by nature <laughs> that's true i agree and i realize that it is possible to do how you say the wrong things the right way that's a good point because i'm guilty of doing that 
most of the time. Like my intentions mean well, I want to do the right thing, but then I do the wrong thing. And then, so, so it's like, okay, what do you do? Do you continue to try to make the right wrong or wrong the right? Like, so I, I, it makes sense. And I understand why you guys would choose to do it that way. So you mentioned that you couldn't be a part of what I like to call a free will partnership. Um, so how do you um, go about dating or um, getting to know another person in a way that you feel um, is best for you? Well, right now I'm actually doing the whole online dating thing. I was very like uncomfortable with that idea because it seems like you're supposed to meet someone organically based off of, um, I guess, societal standards or based off of me being a Christian. It's like I've been told that I'm supposed to wait for God to send me my husband and basically just wait for me to have that experience. But I was talking to a friend the other day and she was telling me that she said, no, everything is strategic. She said, you don't go into finding employment without a strategy. You don't go into starting a business without a strategy. And so she told me that I have to be very strategic about going into this. She also told me that she had a, has a friend who is in, in a you know, happy marriage because, um, because she, she went into her uh, situation with strategy. She looked at it like it was a game and had players on the game. She made sure that she had like a quota and she had like three guys always like locked in and if one player gets out of the game she pulls in another player and she decided that she wasn't going to commit to um, anybody until like three months after getting to know them and basically do the process of elimination so when my when my friend was telling me this it kind of gave me like a wake-up call because I felt kind of confused as to how I'm supposed to ultimately um, fulfill my goal, which is to be a wife or to be remarried. Um, so it, it, she gave me the tools and it, it made me realize like, wow, like it, I'm not supposed to just, you know, um, let things happen by happenstance because I'm never really anywhere where there's men or um, any opportunities for me to even meet somebody. So I was like, let me try this whole online dating thing. And so now I'm kind of going into it like it's a game and making sure I have players on the game. Um, but at the same time, I'm the type of person that I can't do the whole free will partnership thing because I, like when I am involved with someone, I get focused and I just focus my attention on that person. So even though I've been coached, I, you know, I feel like I was given the tools and it, it's making me hopeful about going into this whole thing, but I'm already like honing in on one guy and it's only been a, like a couple of like two weeks now since I've been doing this whole online dating um, because like, I feel like he's like the best match so far from what I've been experiencing because he also feels the same way according to what he's saying that he wants to just focus on one person you know, once he meets someone he feels like is worthy of his time. And that's the same way I feel um, because I'm just not good at juggling or trying to 
deal with multiple people. Like even now, I started talking to this guy and I'm getting I'm getting like a, a lot of messages from other guys and I just haven't even had the energy to even entertain them because I, I feel like I already have a lot on my plate. So trying to juggle multiple people it's it's overwhelming. Like I can be overwhelmed with my own life. So trying to get to know different people, it's it's exhausting. And so therefore I could not see myself in a free will partnership. Um for the fact that I'm just that's just not it's just not me because I just want to focus on one person. If it doesn't work out, okay, and then I'll move on to the next person. But again, I can see why someone wants to do that because it's like you wanna you wanna make sure that whoever you're involved with is serious about you and you're um going through the motions of of trying to uh get to know them for long term. You know, I I realize that our lives are valuable. Like I value my life so I can't just have anybody in my life, but then at the same time you want to make sure like okay, whoever I'm dealing with is 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 going to be here. Otherwise, you're still weighing out your options. But for me it's just hard because I don't I don't know how to to focus on you know too many people at one time. So that's why I don't think it will what 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 I'm hearing with with how your friend um was giving her recommendations there are certain elements present that for me kind of mirror uh my idea of a free will partnership because um at the root of it for me is uh meritocracy and what that means is basically um your time that you give to a person is based on their merit and and them deserving of your time so there's a very stringent vetting process because um you're 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 definitely not wanting to spread yourself so thin and it's not a situation where you got five potential suitors and you divide your time up 20 percent equally amongst the five potential suitors it's it's one of those things where the the person that ultimately you're most compatible with is the one that is going to get the majority if not all of your time and the significance of the free will is that the options that were always there we're just acknowledging them because a lot of times i've in my studies with with women um they were in a part-time free will partnership and didn't even know it so while they were giving their all um and treating this boyfriend or person they were dating whatever you want to call it like a husband or a potential husband, the other side was just treating them as an option. And when it came to an abrupt end, they were kind of left like high and dry, like, wow, I wish I would have known that this was a temporary thing, not just a, uh, you know, because I, I was in it for the long haul. So, so having the free will is just putting words to it because most times people are going to entertain who they want to entertain, whether they ask for your permission or not. What about you, Mikey? Who do you, who you? Okay. So I agree that um, most people um, are actually in part-time free will partnerships, <laughs> whether or not they know it or not. Um, but I don't believe that your reason for uh, wanting to engage in a free will partnership should be based upon um, the fact that um, the other person 
may be out there seeing other people and you don't know um um because if it's if it's solely based on the fact that you just want to know if they're talking to someone or not then you're not going to be very successful in in <laughs> you know trying to get to the other side um you know of to, to create a long a long-term sustainable relationship um i i don't believe that you should only do it just because oh he's going to be out there talking to other people anyway he might as well do it and i know or she's going to be talking to other people out anyway she i might as well do it um and, and say let's create this free will partnership just so that i'll know what she's doing and who she's doing it with like that shouldn't be the intention behind it um because it's certainly not the intention for me um it's because i legitimately want um whoever i'm with to have the ability to choose me having um having explored every option out there and choosing me um that's my goal um i don't want to end up where we're married and then you're saying shoulda coulda woulda and you have your regrets because you felt that you couldn't explore you felt like you didn't have the option to see if the grass was greener somewhere else so for me it's it's about the end goal the end goal for me is to have a healthy marriage and, and, and a marriage that um will last not uh full of regret not one that uh, we're saying like i said the shoulda coulda wouldas uh, because even for me uh, if i want to uh, explore if i see someone that has taken my my eye i want to be able to explore and see hmm, maybe that might be you know the person you know for me i don't know um but i'm not out here just seeing and talking to any and everybody that's not the case um because like uh bookham said um the vetting process um there has to be a a bar that uh, individual has to meet to even be able to be in your presence and have a moment of your time. So, um, and a bar has been set by that individual who is um, occupying the most of your time that you're in this partnership with. So if they're not meeting the standard or above that standard, it's like, what are you even doing talking to them? So, um, you know, at this time in my partnership, I don't have other people that I'm interested in that could even hold my attention long enough. Um, so I'm not talking to other people, but it's not because I was told I couldn't, it was my choice. Um, not to say somebody might not come along, but it just hasn't happened um, at this junction in my partnership. Um, so, you know, if, if free will partnership is something you wanna do, again, um, make sure that your intention behind it is very clear. And it's not because I just wanna know uh, what he's doing or what she's doing. Um, because at the end of the day, knowing might just cause you to jump off the roof, <laughs> you know, um, because you, you may, you're not equipped to handle um, what comes with that information. Yeah, I think it also, it depends on the, the individual and it depends on um, what your intentions are. Like me going into the dating process, I'm going into it for the sole purpose of marriage and that it's, it's very intentional. And so it's like, I realized that when you're making this decision, these decisions for your life, because your life is valuable, you know, you gotta be intentional. And I, I feel like a lot of times people, they 
meet people and they entertain them, but they don't have a goal. Like they're not setting a relationship goal for themselves. Mm-hmm. And I'm intentionally going into it, getting myself involved with someone who is trying to find a wife. Like, you know, and yeah, I can only go based off of what someone is saying at the moment and get to know them because, yeah, people can say things. But it's like, I realized that you got to be intentional, you know, when you guys made the decision to do, um, a, you know, the free will partnership thing, was it intentional? Did you guys know that you, cause I don't, I don't know. Do you guys, did you guys want to be married at some point or it was just more so like, well, this is the person in my life. So I'm going to just, you know, choose to settle with them, but at the same time, keep my options open. Like what was the. I guess, thought process, and what was the, the goal? For me, it was kind of like a manifestation. Uh, you know, you you meet different people and you, you, you get into the routine of um, wash, spin, repeat, and it kind of gets uh, to be a repetitive process. And um, being a ladies' man can can definitely get old, you know. Like, be careful what you wish for, fellas. You know, ha- having all the options in the world and and this, that, and the third. A lot of times, um, the media glamorizes that type of stuff. But as far as that being fulfilling, it, it's it's not very fulfilling. And so you get to a point in time where you desire a mate to you know, grow old with, to make business moves with, and then the changes are are made. So it's funny that I I find myself entertaining far less in my life than than I've ever had because my desire to just have frivolous exchanges with women has subsided. And so uh I'm I'm more of a go with the flow type of guy. I'm 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 intentional and I have my my rigidities about me. However, I do enjoy allowing where the universe places me um to kind of guide my life. And and so you know, when you, when you meet a great person, it's it's hard not to acknowledge uh greatness, but you still want to give it due process. So I think one of the advantages of the dynamic is that it's a lot more transparent and honest than a conventional relationship. Because what I found just observing with friends and even even uh, people that are married, there's a lot of um, veils and, 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 and secrecy. Me personally, I haven't had a lock code on my phone in over 10 years. So that in, in itself speaks to the level of either I don't I just don't care or it's just like I'm, I'm, not, I'm not hiding behind a four-digit passcode, well, shucks, it's six-digit now, to to mask all my secrets. Because whomever is going to be in my life is going to love me for the good, the bad, and the ugly. And a lot of times people, especially with new relationships, they're afraid to show some of those scars because they're, they fear that, well, maybe they won't like me the same if they knew um, some of the ugly things that I've been through. But I feel like your past is what makes you who you are today. So this iteration of you is better than the one that existed yesterday. And so if I'm privy to enjoy this new you or this 
it's evolved you, then that, that's a, a blessing. You want to make sure whoever you're dealing with is not still trying to be with other people, um, that they're really choosing you. But do you think it is possible for people to like completely be monogamous? Like, cause I know in human nature is kind of our nature to kind of look at other people, you know, or have a, a, a wandering eye, so to speak. So is, was that also considered in the, the process of you guys making that decision? Or so, for um, your- let me answer the first question and then I'll go into that one. So um, with your first, first question, um, I have always known that I wanted to be in what I call a free will partnership. Um, for as long as I can remember, my idea um, behind um, uh, relationships has always been that it needs to be as authentic as possible. Um, so the concept um, of a free will partnership, to me, I feel is the most authentic form um, to build a relationship um, that will turn into marriage. Um, because like I've said before, my end goal is to be married. And when I'm married, I, I, it's not going to be an open marriage and we're not going to have, you know, I'm not going to, you know, uh, be, we're not going to be swingers or anything like that. Um, I, I want to have a traditional monogamous marriage. Um, but I feel that in order to get to that point, um, the things that, um, I see become, um, challenges and, and roadblocks in marriages or the things that uh, cause marriages to fail um, typically surrounds around um, regret and uh, shoulda, coulda, wouldas, and um, obviously finances as well. But uh, when you are able to make your decision free of will, um, having explored all of your options, having um, total, complete honesty and transparency, uh, when you make your decision and say, okay, this is the one, um, and you've encountered a free will partnership, um, I believe that um, the divorce rate is, you know, you're, you're not even, divorce won't even be something to come into your head. Um, cheating won't be something, infidelity won't be something that happens in the marriage because there will be no need to feel, um, to, there will be no voice to feel. There will be no need to to go searching for something more, something else, because you've you found what you're looking for um, during this process. So, as long as I can remember, I've always wanted to um, have this type of uh, partnership and exchange with someone. And um, finally, I found a partner who I can have that exchange with. And it wasn't even a conversation like, "Hey, this is what I'm about." It just happened naturally where um, it was, you know, this is, you know, when he mentioned to me what, how he likes to flow and operate. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm the same way. I'm the same way. And it was like, yeah, this like, wow. Like I don't ever want to be with someone by default, you know? And my partner has has shared the same thing. He doesn't want to be with someone by default. Well, the only way in my mind for you to not be with someone by one by default is to have the opportunity to 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 choose who you want versus being forced um, to pick someone. So um, it can never be 
uh, a default type of situation. It'll always be, this is what I want. This is who I want, you know, at this particular time um, in my life. Um, so, you know, it just happened that we connected in the same way. Um, and about uh, your question, um, as far as do I believe in marriage um, or monogamy in marriage rather, um, I do believe in monogamous relationships. Like I said, I wanna have a monogamous uh, marriage. Um, so I believe again, that the way that I'm going about getting there, um, I believe is a great way to get there and not have to worry about um, if my husband's gonna cheat or if your wife is gonna cheat because um, every thing has been um, explored and all the options have been on the table and they were able to make a choice um, because when you're saying I do, that is with the intention to be faithful, um, to be loyal, to respect the vows um, and what a marriage um, union represents. I believe that monogamy in, in, in marriage is, is definitely a, a goal. But I've also found that men and women have spent a lot of time in boyfriend and girlfriend relationships and potentially missed out on their prospective wife or husband. So that having the option to, to explore every avenue while you're not married is important to me because I, I know many a lady that has been with their boyfriend and, and there was this guy, he could have been the one, but because they didn't want to uh, step outside of their particular relationship, they may have missed out on the person that God actually placed in their path. And um, for me personally, if you're not married, you're single because you know everything else is just practice or, or you attempting to get where you should be. And I feel that during my um, my types of relationships, if a man was to come and sweep uh, the woman that I'm seeing off of her feet, and I hadn't made an honest woman out of her and walked her down the aisle, then I got every bit of what I deserve. That's I mean, that's just that's the that's the risk that you take. So it's kind of like high risk, high reward. Like um, if you're not willing or at a place where you're ready to make that particular commitment and someone captivates her and and they're ready to do to do you have to kind of accept that you're talking about um i guess in a sense serial dating i guess is, is a that you could put on that um i i think that that is very um similar to what i call um being in a free will partnership um, because the the idea is to get to know individuals um, um, organically and see what's there um, to move you towards um, a solid relationship uh, for marriage. So in your dating process, though you may um, not believe in the free will partnership, is basically the same thing because anybody that I come across while I'm in my partnership, I'm not having sex with, you know, particularly it just may be conversations. Um, um, however, it's the same, I believe in your dating process, you're not um, 
you know, giving your body to three different men. You're just having conversations with them. And, and whoever, um, like uh, Bookham said, you're most compatible with is the person that ends up with most of your time. Um, and that's something that just happens naturally. Um, and then over time, the other two just kind of fades out. And then you're, you're just with the one you're with um, at that point. So I feel like dating is a lost art. Like right now, people have become comfortable with um, sex and having sex and, and going out to eat, you know, and so the actual process of, of getting to know people has kind of fallen by the wayside, sorry to say. And that, that's a very important element into finding true compatibility. I believe that it, it, it goes dating, courting, marriage. So you date an individual, you get to know them, you feel that, okay, this is an individual that I'm interested in beyond this surface level. Um, I'm looking at them for as a potential um, husband or wife. Now you start courting them. Um, courting is where you're actually being intentional to prepare for marriage. So I think that's something that needs to be understood. Um, and in the free will partnership, there's a time when you're dating and then there's a time when dating is no more um, happening. And and you have an understanding that, okay, now we're in a courting process. So um, in that, in, within that, it's not something that um, we both sit down and say, okay, now we're courting. But it is, again, it's, it's an organic um, um, exchange. It, it just happens uh, when you're finally at the point where you're saying, okay, you know what? This is ready to go. I'm ready to go to the next level in this. Um, so being intentional is always present you're it's never just going with the flow wherever the wind blows me because um at a certain time you have to take control and say this is the direction i want to go in and i'm going to make my plans to move in this direction question ladies do you guys feel like you can marry someone that you had never been intimate or had sex with hell yeah <laughs> what about you Chanel? Um, you said, do I feel like I have, say that again? Do you feel like you could marry someone that you've never been intimate or had sex with? I would say being intimate and having sex are not the same thing. Um, I believe you can have intimacy with the person, um, before, um, you're married and not have sex. Um, and I could definitely do it, um, you know. I don't need to try it out because I believe that um, I can teach you how to please me as, as well as you can teach me how to please you. That's okay. So I feel like I would have to kind of see if we have that compatibility at some point, you know, on the, the journey or the pro in the process of getting to know someone for the purpose of marriage because I have been married to someone who I don't want to, you know, put anybody, throw anybody under the bus or anything, but <laughs> they weren't that great. And so like, but it also all boils down to the level of intimacy outside of the bedroom. So it's like, I realized that we weren't compatible and our, we communicated differently. There was a lack of intimacy or, uh, and, or mental stimulation that has to be in place and you can kind of tell it you know it may not have to take you testing it out but you can kind of tell if there's compatibility sexually if there is you know 
um, some sort of mental stimulation. Um, and there is like five different levels of intimacy. And so if you don't um, tackle the initial ones before the actual physical, then there's going to be a disconnect and then you will be disappointed and you will feel like you're not getting satisfied. And then that might leave you having a wandering eye. It's such a, such a touchy subject and it's something that, that I have uh, unfortunately um, been a part of um, having a friend that that was married to an amazing guy. Um, he checked all the boxes except that box. And it, it, it's one of those situations where where do you place uh, your value as far as in, in, in the happiness level. Um, how important is sex to you in, in, in your life? And um, like me personally, sex is, is very important. It's not the most important element, but it is an important element. And you got to kind of be realistic with yourself. So a lot of times when we're, when we're delivering these, these messages, they you have to take from them what applies to you because um, my views, Mikey views, Shamea views are all gonna differ um, individually in our personal lives because we all have different uh, value systems and different hierarchies of needs. And so, uh, you know, I am a man, you guys are women. And um, obviously across the board, I think probably sex is probably more important for men than, than it is women. And then also, yeah, and also it depends on the experience too. Like, I don't think the same way I did months ago. Like, I can't even just say years ago. I don't even think the same way I did months ago. Just me having that conversation with um, one of my friends about being strategic, it shifted my perspective. And so now I think differently already, you know? So it's like, it also depends on the experience. Like, I feel like I probably could meet someone that, I can sense that that connection, that sexual connection, just based off of communication, because that's happened before, but I've allowed myself to indulge, and then I realized that it didn't work out because it was more passion and it was more se a sexual relationship, and we didn't even get a chance to get to know each other. So it was like, I realized it is very important to get to know somebody outside of the bedroom, because you can, you can get an idea if that, that, that is there you know and and yeah okay some people may not value sex the same way as others like I have a friend she'd be like I, I'm okay I can do it out I'm like well that's not me you know and so yeah I'm a believer but at, I'm a believer in God but at the same time is like I have that area that I'm like that has to be fulfilled like you know the person that I'm going to spend the rest of my life with they have to be able to answer all those areas and but I also feel like you can you can get an idea just from the mental stimulation, like you. And then, like Mikey was saying, you can also kind of mold and shape the person because nothing, like everything, is not going to be on point. There's going to be some area that the person that you ultimately spend the rest of your life with, there's going to be some area that they're going to be lacking in because nobody's perfect. But at the same time, if you have that mental stimulation on point, if you have that intimacy on the the other levels the surface levels versus physical that you can already tell if that would be there you know 
or if you can if that person is coachable so i think your your perspective can change depending on just experience and i want to say that you know being being a believer by design god created us to enter into a marriage union um both being um virgins so if that is the design that god has placed upon you know has created um and and wanted us to adhere to um it's not because uh he wants us to have awful sex lives i believe that that will create some of the most beautiful passionate um loving um exchanges that two people can experience um body to body um because you have given yourself the 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 space to know each other outside of the body so when you got to get to know each other inside the body um it just it's it becomes more explosive um because like you're like you said um you can feel that that energy um just from touching a person without even having sex you can feel that energy from having mental stimulation and conversation which i believe is how it's supposed to be um because um the inward stimulation is is an expression of the outward um stimulation so if you can't even um satisfy me outwardly what why would i think you can satisfy me inwardly you know um so i think people focus too much on that part um as the end all to be all when in all honesty if you focus on the external things and and those pleasures the internal pleasure will surely come it will surely be there there's no way you can have such great heights um externally together and not reach those same types of depths and heights um when you come to um uh intercourse so um because there's a level of mental and emotional stimulation um that that aids into the pleasure of um having sex so you know that's exactly. that's my take i also want to add that when you do indulge and you deal with multiple people it's like you're you know you tasted and seen that it was good and once you do that you're you might compare and that might be why there's disappointment 